AWS exam recordings. In this lesson, we will cover operational excellence of the AWS well-architected tool. We will also review the labs for operational excellence which are provided by AWS. The AWS well-architected tool is an AWS service that provides a consistent process for you to review and measure your architecture. The well-architected tool will ask a set of questions that you answer to determine how well your architecture meets best practices. The six best practices for cloud architecture are 1. Operational excellence 2. Security 3. Reliability 4. Performance efficiency 5. Cost optimization 6. Sustainability In this recording we will focus on operational excellence. Before we begin, it is important to understand a few concepts. First, a workload identifies a set of components that together deliver business value. A workload is usually the level of detail that business and technology leaders communicate about. Examples of workloads are marketing websites, e-commerce websites, the backends for a mobile app, and analytic platforms. Workloads vary in levels of architectural complexity and may consist of one or more components. A component is the code, configuration, and AWS resources that together deliver against a requirement for a workload. Components are often the unit of technical ownership within a workload. The summation of components and delivery of a workload produces an architecture. The architecture can then be measured by the AWS well-architected tool for best practices. Next. Operational excellence. This includes the ability to run and monitor systems that deliver business value and continually improve supporting processes and procedures. There are five design principles for operational excellence in the cloud. 1. Perform operations as code. 2. Make frequent, small, reversible changes. 3. Refine operations procedures frequently. 4. Anticipate failure. 5. Learn from operational failures. The first design principle of operational excellence is perform operations as code. In the cloud, you can apply the same engineering discipline that you use for application code to your entire environment. You should define your entire workload, which includes applications and infrastructure as code. This enables you to manage and distribute your operations with version control systems such as Git and GitHub. Operations as code also promotes automation. When you perform operations as code, the procedures and process of your operations can be automated in response to events or by execution of runbooks. Finally, by performing operations as code, you limit human error and enable a consistent response to events. Next, the second design principle of operational excellence is to make frequent, small, reversible changes. You should design your workloads and components to be updated regularly. Make changes in small increments that can be reversed if they fail and use a versioning system that is consistent throughout your operations. Next, the third design principle of operational excellence is to refine operation procedures frequently. As you use operation procedures, look for opportunities to improve them. As you evolve your workload, evolve your procedures. You should set up regular game days to review and validate that all procedures are effective and that teams are familiar with them. Next, the fourth design principle of operational excellence is to anticipate failure. You should perform exercises to identify potential sources of failure so that they can be removed or mitigated. Test failure scenarios and validate your understanding of their impact. Also, you should test your responses and procedures to ensure that they are effective and that teams are familiar with their execution. 
You should set up regular game days to test workloads and team responses to simulated events. Next, the fifth design principle of operational excellence is to learn from all operational failures. You should drive improvement through lessons learned from all operational events and failures. You should share lessons learned across teams and through the entire organization. Next, there are four best practices of operational excellence. The four best practices are 1. Organization. 2. Prepare. 3. Operate. 4. Evolve. The first best practice in operational excellence is organization. Your organization is defined by three business critical questions. The first question, how do you determine what your priorities are? Everyone needs to understand their part in enabling business success. You should have shared goals in order to set priorities for resources. This will maximize the benefits of your efforts. The second question, how do you structure your organization to support your business outcomes? Your teams must understand their part in achieving business outcomes. Teams need to understand their roles in the success of other teams, the role of other teams in their success, and have shared goals. Understanding responsibility, ownership, how decisions are made, and who has authority to make decisions will help focus efforts and maximize efficiency. Finally, the third question, how does your organizational culture support your business outcomes? You should provide support for your team members so that they can be more effective in taking action and supporting your business outcomes. Next, the second best practice in operational excellence is prepare. Your preparation is defined by four business critical questions. The first question, how do you design your workload so that you can understand its state? You should design your workload so that it provides the information necessary across all components, for example, metrics, logs, and traces. This enables you to understand the internal state of your workload. The second question, how do you reduce defects, ease remediation, and improve flow into production? You should adopt approaches that improve the flow of changes into production. This would include refactoring, fast feedback, and bug fixing. Adopting these changes accelerate the release to production, limit issues deployed, and enable rapid identification and remediation of issues introduced through deployments. Finally, the third question, how do you mitigate deployment risks? You should adopt approaches that provide fast feedback on quality and enable rapid recovery from changes that do not have desired outcomes. This will help you to remove impurities that were introduced by the life cycle of the workload. Finally, the fourth question, how do you know that you are ready to support a workload? You should evaluate the operational readiness processes, procedures, and personnel to understand the operational risks related to your workload. Next, the third best practice in operational excellence is operate. Your operation is defined by three business questions. The first question, how do you understand the health of your workload? You should define, capture, and analyze workload metrics to gain visibility into workload events so that you can act. The second question, how do you understand the health of your operations? You should define, capture, and analyze operations metrics to gain visibility to operational events so that you can act. Finally, the third question, how do you manage workload and operational events? You should prepare and validate procedures for responding to events to minimize their impact. Next. The fourth best practice in operational excellence is evolve. Your ability to evolve is defined by one business critical question. How do you evolve operations? You should dedicate time and resources for continuous and incremental improvements to evolve the effectiveness and efficiency of your operations. Understand that not all scenarios may be applicable to your use case. 
For deeper understanding, read the AWS White Paper for Operational Excellence. The AWS services that are essential to operational excellence are AWS CloudFormation and AWS Systems Manager. AWS CloudFormation lets you model, provision, and manage AWS and third-party resources by treating infrastructure as code. With AWS Systems Manager, you can automate documentation and troubleshooting with runbooks and playbooks, manage inventory, define processes and procedures, schedule maintenance windows, and more. For a deeper understanding, read the AWS documentation. Next, let's review the AWS Well-Architected Labs for Operational Excellence. The labs are provided by AWS for free. However, you will need an AWS account to complete the hands-on learning portion, which may lead to charges to your account. You can find the labs at www.wellarchitectedlabs.com. Next, AWS Well-Architected Labs. Operational Excellence. There are four labs for operational excellence provided by AWS. Let's review each lab one by one. The first lab, Lab 100 Operational Excellence, Inventory and Patch Management. The focus of this lab is to understand how to reduce defects, ease remediation, and improve flow into production. This is question 5 of Operation Excellence of the AWS Well-Architected Tool. In this lab, you will use AWS CloudFormation to model your infrastructure as code and automate deployments for your infrastructure. In the lab, management of your infrastructure will be done with AWS Systems Manager. With AWS Systems Manager, you can apply security patches and create maintenance windows for your fleet of EC2 instances. The last part of the lab, you will use Amazon SNS to create a notification system. At the end of this lab, you will know how to use AWS Systems Manager to manage your inventory and ease your transition to production. Next. The second lab, Operational Excellence, Lab 100, Dependency Monitoring. The focus of this lab is to learn how to design your workloads so that you understand its state. This is question four of Operational Excellence of the AWS Well-Architected Tool. In this lab, you will deploy an AWS Lambda function, Amazon S3 bucket, and an Amazon EC2 instance using AWS CloudFormation. You will then use AWS CloudWatch to monitor your Lambda function and create an alarm based on the state of your Lambda function. By default, AWS Lambda monitors certain metrics of your Lambda functions and reports the metrics to AWS CloudWatch. With AWS CloudWatch, you can use the reported metrics to create alarms and automate responses. The alarms created with AWS CloudWatch are then used by Amazon Simple Notification Service SNS. Amazon SNS provides you with the capability to create an automated response system using topic and subscription services. With subscriptions, you specify the ARN for the CloudWatch alarm and protocol for notifying the required personnel. The notifications will be sent each time the metrics breach the alarm threshold. In addition to notifications, you can track and resolve workload issues with AWS Systems Manager. AWS Systems Manager provides the OpCenter service. OpCenter is a central location where your operations team manage operational items related to your workload. In the case of the lab, when a failed invocation event occurs, AWS OpCenter creates a work item which is used by your operations team to determine the level of severity, what resources are affected, and the status of the event. At the end of this lab, you will know how to create an automated response system based on alarms defined in AWS CloudWatch and how to track operational events. Next, 
the third lab of operational excellence. Lab 200, build AWS Health Aware Operation Change Process. The focus of this lab is to know how to support a workload. This is question seven of operational excellence of the AWS well-architected tool. In this lab, AWS CloudFormation is used to deploy an Amazon EC2 instance, SNS topic, and systems manager runbook. With AWS Systems Manager, you can use the Change Manager service to define operational procedures and processes for your resources with change templates. A change template is a collection of configuration settings that define the workflow for a change request. In the case of the lab, the change template will be the AWS Health Aware Runbooks. Once the template is created, it must be approved. Once approved, a change request can be submitted for the resource. A change request is a request from someone from your organization seeking permission to make changes to a resource. In the case of the lab, the resource is the EC2 instance that was deployed with the AWS CloudFormation template. Once the change request is approved, the EC2 instance will transition to a stopped state. This is due to the execution of the Health Awareness Runbook. You will repeat a similar process for the second runbook that you added to your template. At the end of this lab, you will know how to instrument processes and procedures for your operational resources. Next, fourth lab of operational excellence, lab 200, automating operations with playbooks and runbooks. The focus of this lab is to know how to support a workload. This is question seven of operational excellence of the AWS well-architected tool. In this lab, you will use AWS CloudFormation to deploy an API that is hosted on Amazon Elastic Container Service ECS. You will then use a bash script to conduct performance tests on the API. The API is monitored by Amazon CloudWatch and when the script is executed, it will trigger a CloudWatch alarm. To investigate the issue, you must create a playbook using the Document Manager from AWS Systems Manager. A playbook is a document that contains a Sequence of steps that are executed whenever you run the playbook. Each step of a playbook contains a script which is used to conduct the investigation on your resource. Once your playbooks are set up, you can use a runbook to remediate the issues found from your investigation. In the case of the lab, you will use a runbook to modify the auto-scaling group and add an additional container to the cluster. Runbooks are also created with AWS Systems Manager. They provide team members who are unfamiliar with procedures or the workload with the instructions necessary to successfully complete an activity. Using runbooks preserves institutional knowledge of your organization and eases the burden on key personnel by sharing their knowledge and enabling team members to achieve the same outcomes. At the end of this lab, you will know how to monitor your resources, how to troubleshoot and remediate a resource with playbooks and runbooks.